Welcome to the Living With Less podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea DeMattis, and I'll be bringing you weekly episodes to encourage and invite you along on this journey of living with less of the things getting in the way of our relationship with Christ. Here's today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Living With Less podcast. This week, we are going to be talking about Nehemiah and the call that was placed over his life by the Lord to wait, to rise up, to build, to honor, and his ability to discern distractions. And I cannot wait to talk about the distractions part because that's something that I think is such a huge takeaway when you read the book of Nehemiah and you read his story, his ability to discern because he was so in tune with the Lord. He had such a deep relationship with the Lord. So that's what we're going to dig into today. If you've never read Nehemiah before, I highly recommend it. I had not read it until last fall. Our pastor did an entire sermon series going through the book of Nehemiah, and it was so good and so fruitful and had so many nuggets of wisdom in it that I just felt God just really stirring and knitting in my heart and things that I really need to be attentive to and what he calls us to. And what we first see in the first chapter in chapter one that Nehemiah is praying to the Lord. Nehemiah has this deep relationship with the Lord, this deep trust in the Lord. And he is crying out to God on behalf of his homeland. He was from Jerusalem and crying out to God on behalf of what had taken place there and that it was in ruin and not the land that he um, had grown up in. And he was grieving to the Lord and prayerfully going to him. And it made me think, I remember going through that first chapter and I thought to myself, how often do I just miss that first part? You know, typically when I'm in my grief, I will want to hurry my way through it or push my own agenda and not just sit with the Lord in it and see, God, what are you doing within this grief? We see with Nehemiah, he went and was prayerfully lamenting to the Lord about what had taken place and wanting to go back there. And so Nehemiah was a cupbearer to the king. And so Nehemiah was praying to the Lord on behalf of wanting to go back to his land and just trusting the Lord in his timing with that. You guys, you go into um, chapter two, and we're not going to talk about every single chapter. There's 12 chapters in the book of Nehemiah, but we're going to hit on a few of them. But you get into chapter two, and the king grants the request for Nehemiah to return to Jerusalem. But we see, and Nehemiah addresses this, and I love this, in Verse 8, chapter 2, verse 8, he says, For the good hand of my God was upon me. He knew that the only reason that the king granted his request was because God was ordaining his steps. God was moving in Nehemiah's life. God was paving the way for Nehemiah to go back to his homeland. And and, and that's when I think it's so cool to see. It talks a lot about this in Proverbs, how our desires become the Lord's desires because of our relationship with him. So as we start praying and our hearts are grieving for things, it is the very same thing that God is desiring for us and that his heart is grieving for as well. And it's so cool when you get to see that in this story with Nehemiah's life that what he was grieving was the very thing that God was then calling him to. And again, so he points out that God made this happen. This is not on his own accord. This is not just the king deciding, okay, yeah, you can go back. No. This was God moving and Nehemiah acknowledged that and he praised the Lord for that. All right. And then you see, as you continue reading in chapter two, how diligent 
Nehemiah was for the call that the Lord had placed over his life. You go down into verse 11. I went to Jerusalem and was there three days. Then I arose in the night, I and a few men with me, and I told no one what my God had put into my heart to do for Jerusalem. There was no animal with me but the one on which I rode. I went out by night by the valley gate to the dragon spring and to the dung gate, and I inspected the walls of Jerusalem that were broken down and its gates that had been destroyed by fire. Then he continues talking about the things that he went and he inspected. That makes me ask myself, and I pray that you will ask yourself in this, is am I diligent with where the Lord has me? Am I diligent in the things that I feel God is calling me to? Do I inspect my heart regularly? Am I regularly going to the Lord saying, Lord, reveal in me the things in my heart that I need to work on? Lord, reveal in me the things in my heart that you have put there that I've decided to overlook in my own flesh. Do I inspect the things and the brokenness going on in America right now? Do I inspect the brokenness going on in the places that God has put me now in my neighborhoods and my community? Do we inspect these things? I love when you read Nehemiah's story, you see that he inspected the very place that God sent him and to see such diligence played out on behalf of his reverence to the Lord, I think is just so important that we remember that and that we seek to do that as well. I mean, this is from the word of God. This is living and breathing and active. And so in my heart, this points me to the fact that I need to inspect and I need to be diligent at what's going on around me at what I feel God has called me to. Nehemiah was so bold in his actions because he obeyed God from the very beginning. And this great work that God had knit in Nehemiah's heart was now coming to fruition. And so he was staying in step with that and walking in that. And I love seeing that, that as we continue to obey the Lord, it's not that things aren't difficult or things don't feel hard or that we're really stepping out in faith. But if we continue to walk in obedience with the Lord, you have peace in that. You have peace in him opening the doors. You have peace in him paving the way. So I want to point out to you guys what took place then when Nehemiah shared with the people what was going on. Nehemiah said in verse 17, we're still in chapter two. Then I said to them, you see the trouble we are in, how Jerusalem lies in ruins, its gates burned. Come, let us build the wall of Jerusalem that we may no longer suffer derision. And I told them of the hand of my God that had been upon me for good. And also of the words that the king had spoken to me. And they said, this is then what the people said. And they said, let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for the good work. How amazing is that? That here, Nehemiah is being bold on behalf of what God has called him to. He's now sharing his heart and sharing what God has called him to with the people. And the people then say back to him, let us rise up and build. And they strengthen their hands for the good work. And What I thought of when I saw good work, I thought, oh my gosh, we see all the time that Jesus talks about in the New Testament when he talks about our lives bearing fruit, us being pruned, that we must abide in him and he abides in us, that he is the vine and we are the branches. And we see here that good work provision by God will bear good fruit. I just think that's so incredible when we read this story and we see that Nehemiah's boldness and his obedience to God then turned into the people coming alongside him in full agreement saying, let us rise up and build this wall of Jerusalem. 
As you continue reading in Nehemiah, we're going to jump into chapter four, but we start seeing this opposition and these distractions coming from the enemies and the people that are not happy with what's taking place. And I love in chapter four, verse 14, what Nehemiah says to the people about the ones that are trying to come up against them. He says in verse 14, and I looked and arose and said to the nobles and to the officials and to the rest of the people, do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your brothers and your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. I also want to point out that this story takes me right back to second Chronicles 20 and King Jehoshaphat when they were feeling powerless against this great horde coming against them. And Jehoshaphat looked to the Lord and he prayed, Lord, we are powerless against this great horde coming against us. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are fixed on you. The Lord spoke to them to stand firm, hold fast, and see, to wait on the salvation of the Lord working on their behalf. And it's the same thing here in Nehemiah. He says, do not be afraid. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome. We know, and especially, this is why we must be in the word of God, because we see the Lord has the victory. He has the final say. All things must be sifted through his hands. And he is always leading those who follow him. We can trust in his heart. We can trust in the very words that Nehemiah speaks about him, that he is great and awesome. And that is powerful, you guys. That is powerful. When we just look at what we're all walking through right now as a country, we set our eyes on the Lord. We stand firm in the truth. We hold fast to what his word says, and we obediently follow him. We will see God move in ways that we could not ever ask or imagine, but we have to be obediently following him and standing firm in the truth, not wavering and being tossed to and fro by messages preached by deprived men. We see that in Nehemiah's story. He was so firm in his faith. He was so firm and held fast to his relationship with the Lord and trusted his every single move in the hands of God. And that's what we have to do. I'm going to jump over into chapter six, and this is now I'm talking about the conspiracy against Nehemiah. So again, more distractions, so many distractions were coming his way. And these distractions are still just as common today as they were then. And I think we're seeing so many distractions right now. So the first one we're going to talk about is in verse two. It is Sambala and Geshem sent to Nehemiah saying, come, let us meet together. And Nehemiah responded with, I am doing a great work. I cannot come down. Why should the work stop while I leave it and come down to you? They sent to me four times in this way. And I answered them in the same manner. In the same way, Sambalat for the fifth time sent his servant to me with an open letter in his hand. And it was written a letter of lies. Listen to this. It is reported among the nations and Geshem also says it that you and the Jews intend to rebel, that that is why you are building the wall. And according to these reports, you wish to become their king. And you have also set up prophets to proclaim concerning you in Jerusalem. There is a king in Judah and now the king will hear of these reports. So now come, let us take counsel together. And I love Yet again, we see the boldness of Nehemiah and his reverence to the Lord. Nehemiah says, Then I sent to him saying, No such things as you say have been done, for you are inventing them out of your own mind. For they all wanted to frighten us, thinking 
Their hands will drop from the work and it will not be done. But now, oh God, strengthen my hands. That gives me Jesus bumps. Literally, I get little goosebumps on my arms when I read that. Hear these men sent for Nehemiah five times. The fifth time sent an open letter making accusations against him that were completely false making accusations to try and fill these people with fear. And Nehemiah was so discerning and was so in tune with the Lord, he was able to boldly proclaim, no such things as you say have been done, for you are inventing them out of your mind. Guys, that is so powerful. And to see how discerning Nehemiah was because he is so tethered to the Lord and walking in step with the Lord and staying in step with him. And think of that, saying to somebody that is trying to distract you, trip you up, confuse you, to look at them and say, for you are inventing this out of your own mind. I mean, he is speaking with such authority to these people and telling them that they will not get in the way of what the Lord is doing. And this is why We must always stay in step with the Lord. We must always stay in step with the Spirit. It says that in Galatians 5.25. I talk about it all the time. But it says if we live by the Spirit, then we must stay in step with the Spirit. And as we do that, that is when we're able to boldly live out our faith because we are walking in the truth of God's Word. We are walking in the light. We are sharing on behalf of what He is calling us to. We're not doing it out of our own fleshly desire. It's truly out of what he is putting on our hearts. And so this does just make me ponder, um, what all is going on around us right now? You know, our country feels like it is full of distraction. It feels like it is full of fear. And what I know and what I was feeling so encouraged by reading Nehemiah's story is that we are called to seek the Lord He is who we get discernment from. He is where we get all understanding and wisdom from. We get it from the heart of God, not from man. And so we must rise up and build. And that means doing that in the very places that God has put us, doing that in the very places that God is calling us to. And know that when he is leading us, He will continue to confirm that in his word. He will continue to confirm that through the things that he is orchestrating and doing. And in that, we must pray. We must wait. We must trust him, seek him, and then move when he tells us to move. And I just pray that we will be bold to rise up and to be bold for the kingdom of God, to be bold where he plants us, and that you and I will trust in the strength of God's almighty hands that he covers us with. So guys, I just pray that this episode encouraged you today and equipped you with a story that shows us what we are called to, that we are called to walk hand in hand with the Lord and trust what he is doing and to lean into the things that he is putting on our heart and to know that distractions will come, to know that the enemy will try and come against us. But Just like Nehemiah said, oh God, strengthen my hands to lean into the Lord for his strength, to not lean into our fleshly desires or our fleshly feelings, but to lean into the Lord and what he's doing. So I pray that for you. I'm going to be praying that for me. And I'm just so thankful to 
continue to share this space with you guys as we dig into the word of God and I just share what God is leading me through in his word and I just continue to pray that this space will always point you to him and steward you to spending time in his word. So I pray you guys have a great week this week and I will talk with you next Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. You can find everything we talked about at chelseadematis.com. If you have any questions, please reach out over social media. I'd love to chat. If you enjoyed today's episode and are loving the podcast, I would be so honored if you left a review on iTunes or shared on social media. Your kind words and encouragement mean the world to me. And I pray to continue showing you God's grace over my life as you all journey this out with me. Wherever you find yourself listening today, know that you were fully loved and fully known by God.